and you know this. It's the Conrad. Oh, yes. Hope you're enjoying your weekend. Be safe. It's good to know that the Lord has allowed me to see one more day. Today on the Rewind, your man Conrad's going to lot. Yes, he has a lot to spill out today. And he's going to spill it out. Got some NCAA news. Little bit of NFL. Lot of draft talking. Got some NCAA basketball garbage. And some NCAA college football mess. Okay? The NBA. It's good to see that these young high school kids with so much great ability have now showed that, yes, forget the one and done. I want to go right to the NBA. And it's great the NBA has a minor league that can now pay these kids big-time cash money. We're going to get all up in this on the Rewind with your man, the Conrad. Hey, 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 I'm just going to say this one more day. Thank you, Lord, for one more day. Truly, it's um, a pleasure to be able to speak to you today. We're going to get all up in this. We're going to first start off with, well, the NCAA. The NCAA has suggested that they are waiving their test standards. So if, they, if anybody's listening Parents who have kids who are looking to go and be a student athlete on the college level, Division One, Division Two, NCAA, this coming year, if the Lord should tarry, um, well, they're going to waive the standard. And now, only thing you need on the Division One level is a two point three grade point average. That is it. That is it, a 2.3 grade point average in the 10 NCAA-approved courses, okay, with a combined of seven, English, math, and science, okay? And like I said, on the Division II level, it will be a grade point average of a 2.2, and you have to have, again, the 10 NCAA-approved core course classes. Um, this is because, like I said, people were unable to go through the rest of the, the testing with the ACT or the SAT because of the virus. Um, young people could not be in a condensed area and do this testing. So this right here, that's right. You heard the because that means what? An alert, an alert, yes, alert. This tour is to alert all student athletes, parents, uncles and aunts, grandparents, okay, as well as coaches. Okay, this is an alert. So everybody can understand what is going to be allowed to happen 
through the NCAA on a Division One, Division Two level. Um, as I said again, this all goes back to dealing with the SAT, ACT testing, which would not be could not be done because of the condensed areas that these young people would be in. Also, the testers, it would be an inconvenience to them and their health, as well as the young people. So that's one thing the NCA is doing. Um, we're going to get into another thing right now, what the NBA is doing and saying, well, forget the NCAA. It's great to hear that these young men are now looking at going to pro in the United States. That's right. They want to go pro. They want to forge their freshman year of college. Don't want to go to a, a school like a Kentucky, a Louisville, okay, like a North Carolina, a Duke. Please no. All right. A number of these schools, UCLA, USC, poppycock, you know, don't want to go to Oregon. Yay. Okay, these schools and many others, I am so happy to see the young men who have a gift of talent athletically, who have done the schoolwork academically, but feel like I like to take this on to the pro level. I am happy for them. One young man, Jalen Green, has decided to go pro and... um. If I'm correct, this is going to be awesome because um, Sharif Abdul, who used to play with the University of Cal, great player, played in the NBA also. It's great to see that um, he is the president of the minor league, minor league NBA um, Basketball Association, um, and they're really giving out money to top quality high school students who would like to go into the NBA and play on the minor league circuit and then move up to the NBA. So it is great that these kids will have to go to China, Japan, um, Russia, um, Australia. They can stay right in the United States, develop, work on their game, get moved up, and let's go ahead and do what we need to do. We do not need to see kids playing for one year or one semester. You hear me? You feel me? Knowing that, hey, I'm just here for a minute. I don't need to hear Calipari getting big time um, bonus, bringing in a top, a top five star talent. Calipari, as well as the rest of these used car salesmen, okay, if you've seen this, the show scheme is a lot of used car salesmen out there. And really, all of them are Caucasian, if you really want to get at it. Okay, they use the black assistant coaches who really, I don't know what's wrong with them. They feel that they can't make it in this profession um, besides doing the dirty work for these, these college coaches. Okay, I mean, this is why I get upset because I want to see our our young African-American coaches, as well as our older African-American coaches who happen to be assistants, stay on their P and Q's. Be about your business because this is what Sutton did to Dwayne Casey. 
This is what that old six-pack drunk Sutton did to Dwayne Casey, okay? It wasn't Dwayne Casey that put all that money in that FedEx envelope. That was Sutton for Terry Mills at Fairfax High School in California. Then Sutton left Kentucky, went to Oklahoma State, did that foul stuff over there, and then he brought in a godly kid who got caught cheating, okay, plagiarism at Notre Dame. But this is the same godly who talks about college players, high school players, like a dog, and he wasn't really great, okay? Wasn't great at all. Couldn't shoot the jump shot. Not a great foul shooter. Couldn't defend. His father always had great talent around him on the AAU circuit. Plus, he played in Orange County, which is buffoonery, okay? But you get a you get a Caucasian guy like this, a good old boy, who gets to talk about young players and get away with it because he was a cheater, okay? Plagiarism is a felony. He shouldn't be um, on no news, on no um, sports center, or FS1, CBS. But he is. He's been on it for a long time because the good old boys get away with stuff like that. That's right. Went And he went to Oklahoma State. Sutton was there. He messed Oklahoma State up. Then Sutton went to San Francisco. Okay? Like I said, terrible. You see, a lot of African-American coaches get the downfall of stuff that they were told that they should do to bring in a quality um, athlete. Here we go. My thing is, the NCAA is always afraid of the big boys. They always want to go after the small fry. Never want to go after the big boys unless it's just openly out there. It has to be openly out there, okay? We we have some schools in the HBCUs. The NCAA jump on in the – and they jump on these HBCUs in an NCAA minute, in a minute. And this is where – um, the, the, um, the, the board, the cabinet, um, you know, the state, the governor, they all get together trying to um, cut down the HBCU schools, try to make HBCU schools in, in a state a one school so they can save money from that the government gives the state so they can pass it around to Oklahoma, so they can pass it around to Oklahoma State, so they can pass it around to Louisiana State. So they could pass it around to um to the other schools in Louisiana, so they could pass it around to South Carolina, okay? So they could pass it around to Clemson. Okay, they're trying to make the, the HBCUs um smaller. They're not trying to help them. The Board of Regents at these schools in their state, predominantly white. Predominantly white. You may have one or two. African-Americans in there being cheesy riders. Okay? Cheesy riders. I said it. Okay? Now, I see this happening. I know this is happening. It's happening at my alma mater, Langston University. You got one African-American on the board. You got an athletic director afraid to speak out. You got a president who was hired by the board, okay, 
So he ain't going to say nothing or she. And I was told by a former president how it all goes down. And she was able to leave and go on to Hampton Institute. Listen, the NCAA needs to be a support mechanism for HBCUs. That, and, and it needs to be fair. But we know there's nothing fair. We know that. This is what pees me off. And I am so happy that young men are taking it where, hey, I'm going to skip this. And I'm going to take my butt right on to the NBA. I, I would hope that we have young ladies who are gifted athletically, have all their stuff together where they could go on and play in the WNBA or, or overseas. Because right now, college basketball is terrible. I, I'm not a fan. I say I'm not a fan because no one has put the get down on the NCAA, but also on the, the college coaches. No one has put a, a get down, the foot, on their neck. You see how they did the scheme? They tried to turn that all around. And if you looked at it, Coach Wade at LSU shouldn't even be hired. He shouldn't, he shouldn't be on the bench, on the sideline. If you look at it, the guy from Auburn shouldn't be there. Miller. Arizona shouldn't be there. I know Bobby Hurley did some bull jump, okay? And I know his brother at Connecticut did some bull jump, okay? I'm getting tired of this, man. Really. And, they, and they, you know, the guy at SC, little crafty dude over there, you know, coming from Florida Gulf Coast, ain't done nothing at SC. Hey, I'm just laying it out there. Take it in. I'm not playing. I'm bringing it to you real. I'm not I'm not doing anything foul. This is what's going on in college sports. College baseball. I mean, I can't believe what they allow. What the NCAA don't jump on with these big-time programs. It's sad. But they'll jump on the small programs. The, uh, the HBCUs, they'll jump on them. Hey, let's go back to basketball. Look what happened to Penny Hardaway. Here it is. We all know the chump at Tennessee spoke. We all know that the used car salesman and, at, at Kentucky spoke. Now, I've been told that um, Stackhouse says some things. Now, this is what what blows me away about Stackhouse, Jerry Stackhouse. Been trying to get a job for the longest. Finally, he doesn't get the NBA job. He gets a college job. Now, one of my dear mentors, Ricardo Patton, is on his staff, so I got love for Ricardo Patton. Okay? But Stackhouse, he forgot how he played when he was with the Sixers. And then he went over there, um, you know, to a couple of other places, Detroit, and then over there with Jordan. Then he was pissed off because Jordan wanted him to ante up his game. And he talks now and wants to talk negative about Michael Jordan. Again, Stackhouse seems to be a good old boy. I guess he wasn't the Stackhouse who was with, um, you know, a, a great group of guys 
um, at North Carolina, you know, Rasheed, Rasheed um, my boy Rasheed was there, and um, he was a heck of a player there, played with the Pistons, you know, Rasheed played, you know, also with the Portland Trailblazers, you know, so Stankhouse is a trip, man. I can't believe, if this is true, Stankhouse is truly, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, he, he, he he's scandalous. This this can't go down. We we must support each other. Now, if we're doing bad, hey, we don't need to be around that. But we got enough coaches being used car salesmen, okay, telling their assistant coaches, do whatever you got to do with these shoe companies. I'm just saying, they do this junk on the college level, okay, for football and basketball, even track and field. Yes. So we got we got to stop this stuff. And it's only going to stop if the coaches, the African-American coaches say, I ain't, I'm not doing it. I'm not taking the fall. Okay, Dwayne Casey was blackballed big time by the NCAA. Coach Bozeman, who coached at Morgan State, who was a head coach also at the University of Cal, blackballed. Okay? And I'm trying to tell you, there are coaches who did worse, who are doing worse, and they still get over. That's all I'm trying to hit up. That's all I'm trying to bring to you. I, I'm not I'm not making it up. It's real. It's, it's, I'm telling you, it's not Memorex. It's real. Let's go ahead and get into some NFL football. The draft is coming up. Everybody's all noodles about it. You know, everybody's going crazy. Oh, the draft, the draft, the draft. Well, nobody's going to be there. They're going to go ahead and, you know, they're going to send a few people that, you know, going to have somebody step up, um, give the name of the kids going to get drafted. And there it is. Here we go. Chase Young, I don't know, his last game, he didn't show me anything. He showed me, he didn't show me anything. I mean, I think his last two, his last two games, he didn't show me. Well, he got the one hit on Barrows. Don't get me wrong, he was double teamed. But man, sometimes it was some single blocking up in there. So hey, he's gonna have to be a monster, man. He he got caught up in the what? The TV and the news clippings. Joe Barrow, if you looked at his junior year, he was garbage. He had, he had better um, – the young men around him got better. They were a year older. He had some great talent over there in the wide receiver positions, the tight end position. Um, offensive line was stellar. The defensive line was no joke. Hey, his senior year, he blew it out. He, he did his thing. Don't get me wrong. But I'm trying to tell you, his junior year, he was the guy that, that Ohio State knew he was. He was the guy that Ohio State knew he was. That's why he couldn't beat out Haskins, who's now with the Washington Redskins. And, and I don't want a guy that's going to transfer because he can't beat out the competition. I, I'm telling you, I'm going to see Barrow get his. Watch. And then I want to hear all these gainsayers make up excuses for him. All right? That's all they're going to do. That's all. And they got – how are you going to use um, Palmer? Palmer's brother to be a quarterback coach. Are you serious? But 
Hey, that's how it rolls for the good old boys. And I wasn't really happy with Warren Moon talking about some of our African-American quarterbacks. He talked about Winston. He talked about Cam. Hold up, man. What about Rosenberg at Pittsburgh? He's done some foul stuff. He's never been in shape. That's what I said. Warren Moon, man, he, I got love for him, but, man, he, he never brings it real. Okay, the, the guy at Pittsburgh is a chump. He's never in shape. Cries to the administration. Cries to the ownership. Here we go. You got Andy Dalton, same way. You got that dude at, with, the, with the Detroit um, Lions, boo-hoo, that chump over in Atlanta, Ryan. Most of these guys, man, they don't bring it. Okay, they got to have all this quality talent around them. And when they got all of it around them, they still can't bring it consistently. I could go in depth. I could go, I could get real, real to the real. Shoot, I'm getting tired of it. The Giants, their quarterback, sloppy. Sloppy. They talk about Mayshew with, with Jaguars. Why not get Cam? Make sure he ain't going to bring no Super Bowl to you. He ain't going to bring no playoff game to you. I'm being real. And if the Jaguars trade for net, boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. Now, I got another thing to say. The Chargers, the L.A. Chargers, they better get Winston or Cam Newton. They better get one of them. Now, Cam Newton coming to the Chargers, hey, it's on. He got wide receivers there. He got it tied in there, even though that chump is hurt most of the time. He just got paid again, so maybe he'll he'll finish out a 17-game season. But they got wide receivers. Running back position is going to be by committee, I guess. I don't know. But I tell you like this, if Cam go there, he going to get it right because he going to know what? Hollywood is looking. So he, he Hollywood don't like losers. So if Cam goes there, I think he'll do well. I think he'll step up. But you still need an offensive line. You still, you still need an offensive line. If you don't have an offensive line, you ain't doing nothing. And I, I'm going to say this also. The defense is, is hurt by a few um, people leaving or – having to go because of free agency. There's going to be things that need to be done for the Chargers. I got love for the coach, but he got to step it up. You know what I'm saying? Got to be about your business. Okay, you got to tell general manager, I need some players. Okay, we're going to get this right. Um, look at the situation. Um, Detroit should already fire their coach. I don't know why they didn't, but then I thought Miss Ford was a person who – didn't believe in racism, you know, Miss Ford, who's the owner, you know, because this this head coach, man, he's a good old boy, okay? Just like the guy with the Texans, good old boy, okay? And the, they, don't have, they have no regard for African-American young men. They want, them to, they want them to do their job and make them look good, get them in the Super Bowl, get them in the big-time playoff game, but they, they don't respect them. If they respect them, 
they would want a young African-American man to speak in that locker room, especially when that young man has not been in trouble. He's been a great guy in the community. You should want him to speak. You should want him to talk and, and, and encourage his, 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 his fellow players. You don't have to be um, Watts, you know. Let, let these young men and these men who are qualified to lead, let them lead. Okay, let them leave. You got this quarterback from Oregon. Like I heard one of the guys say, Joe Clatt. I heard Clatt. Clatt was garbage when he played college football. Garbage. Clatt was garbage. The guy at SC, I saw him crying on the sidelines when the Minnesota Vikings was whooping um, the, the Cardinals behind. Lighter, who went to SC. I saw him crying on the sideline and then one of my dear friends at the time, Ross, he played tackle for the um, the Cardinals. He saw him crying. Okay, so I, 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 boo-hoo. Okay, you don't cry in football. And, um, you know, you got those guys talking about people. You got the guy um, that, that went to Connecticut. He's on ESPN. He talking about people. He was garbage. He was garbage. His own teammates didn't even like him. You got these guys who ESPN and and Fox, um, Fox says um, FS1, Fox put these guys in positions to speak about players. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's wrong. Boomer Esiason, all the all the interceptions he's thrown, all the complaining he's done. Okay, winning. Hey, what you mean winning? He wasn't a consistent winner with the Jets, with the Bengals. And it goes on and on like the break of dawn. Okay. Like I said, you got too many analysts who wasn't worth their cheese. Okay. Now you got one guy that I do like because he's been in the mix. Well, two of them. I love Bucky. Yes, I love Bucky with the NFL Network. And I love um, Reddick. Okay, with ESPN. Reddick. Former GM, Bucky a scout. Also, both men played in the league. I'm just saying, let's get people in there who know the deal, who know the job, who know who knows what's required. Don't get a kid in there because he knows your son and, and your son could get, get him a job on ESPN. Don't get him in there because his dad knows the, the president of these ESPN or, or FS1. Don't get him to please stop it. Phil Simpson doesn't deserve that job on NBC. Please stop it. That's what I'm saying. You know, Will Kane, he doesn't deserve no job. Stephen A. Smith said it a, a year ago. You just learned about sports two years ago. He don't know nothing. We're putting people in there. I know. I know. It bothers me. See, because I could break these guys off. And we all know what Whitlock about. Whitlock is trying to be relevant. So he's always going to go against the narrative. Okay? Okay, Whitlock is sorry. It's sad. He's always going against the narrative. And then he wants to talk about religion, but he's over at the crap tables. He's up there messing around with uh, whatever he's messing with. Again, the Conrad has spoken. I just want to say this before I give it all up, okay? 
We need to be about our business in sports, getting the opportunity to be general managers, getting the opportunity to be coaches, offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators. I would love to see more African-American males get those opportunities. We give opportunities to women who ain't never played NCAA Division I football, Division II football. Not even NAIA football. We give them women who play some junk sport in Australia positions. I'm sorry. I'm tired of that junk. The good old boy system, the good old girl system. Stop it. Stop it. Hey, hit me up. I'm here. I ain't going nowhere unless the Lord should say. That's my man, Billy Williams.